It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com. I get it all back better than before. Part 11. I go to the state's education career fair. As Arizona got more desperate for teachers, the advertising for teaching jobs and benefits got proportionally louder and larger. I heard about the state's Department of Education Career Fair from a variety of sources and signed up immediately. The event was in a midtown hotel, not even a good venue for something associated with the state, but there were three hallways of tables, plenty of people with whom to talk, and lots of swag. Lots and lots of swag. I filled up two bags with pens, magnets, stress balls, visors, toys, cell phone grips, notepads, and other freebies I would ultimately decide I didn't need and throw away. But in the moment, I felt like I won a supermarket sweepstakes and I needed to grab the most stuff before the buzzer. In addition to loot... There were plenty of scams. The district schools and charter schools not only needed teachers, but also instructional aides and support workers. I kept getting roped into conversations about how great an opportunity I'd be accepting if I agreed to be a low-paid special education aide now with the possibility of career growth in the years to come. No thanks. Get out of here with that bait and switch. I was on a mission to become a teacher. After going down all the hallways, I was becoming discouraged that I hadn't really given my resume out to as many charter schools as I had hoped. Even though a teacher doesn't need to be certified to work in a charter school, most of the charter school representatives still asked if I was certified. I told them no, but tried to convince them that my journalism major, history minor, and extensive experience working with children and adolescents left me more than qualified to teach English and history. Even though my pitch was convincing, I learned language arts and social studies weren't as in demand as math and science. I mean, think about it. Mathematics is precise, but writing is subjective. A math teacher needs to know how to teach skills correctly so that every student solving a problem arrives at the same answer. A writing teacher can just wax poetic about creativity, grade subjectively, and praise whatever gets submitted. Eventually, on my way out, I came across an interesting table that offered a unique concept, a company that was both a behavioral health provider and a charter school. Students with behavior problems could earn credits and receive mental health counseling at the same time. I do not want to be considered for a behavioral health job, I said to one of the two representatives working the table at this combination charter school and behavior clinic as I handed over my resume. I want to be a teacher. Trust us, we have openings for both an English teacher and a history teacher, said the neatly dressed woman who accepted my resume then handed it to her neatly dressed male colleague. Somebody will be in touch with you by phone for an interview. The next day, I eagerly answered the phone on the first ring, but my excitement was doused as soon as the voice on the other end said, Hi, Jason. I'm calling because our job fair staff said you were interested in a job in behavioral health. They bait and switched me. 
I tried to argue that I was intended for teaching English or history in the coming school year, but the person with whom I was speaking assured me both those teaching positions had been filled immediately in the early hours of the career fair. The person roped me into a conversation about how great an opportunity I'd be accepting if I agreed to start as a low-paid behavioral health technician now with the possibility of career growth in the years to come. Although I was on a mission to become a teacher, I was also downtrodden and willing to schedule an interview for a job I wasn't at all interested in working. When I showed up a couple days later, on a day I didn't accept any substitute gigs, I was interviewed by two very different women. There was a sweet grandmotherly type who knew a lot about counseling and trauma-informed care, and a young business type who didn't say much but looked angry for no reason. The grandmother spoke very kindly to me, and when I opened with, I'm just a substitute, she interrupted and made me say, I'm not just a substitute. Her bedside manner was warm and validating, so I leveled with her that the job fair experience was disappointing except for the free loot. She laughed and told me I should always follow my passions no matter what. The businesswoman tried to get the interview back on track every now and again, and obviously I wowed both of them with my extensive knowledge of the mental and behavioral health care system. We want to hire you, was their conclusion. And this job will directly lead to teaching, was my concern. Yeah, sure, went the bait and switch. $18 an hour went the offer. It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com.